You're listening to the Screaming Pods Network. Drink beer. Think beer. You're listening to Brewblood. Brewblood's episode 131. Today we're at Pedicolis Brewing Company. And yet another, I, th- I think every episode is special, as we said before, but this is extra super duper special because... This is very special. This is another pairing episode. Yeah. And today we're talking to Michael Finley and Shelly Dowlin and Jessica from Hypnotic Donuts about uh, beer and donuts and doing a beer and donut pairing. And I was amazed to find out that uh, Mark, who lives in the same neighborhood I do, um, we live like, you know, basically a far away from each other. And he does not, or he has never been to Hypnotic Donuts, and well, it amazes me. There's a reason. It's because I'm in peak physical condition, well, and yeah. when I think about donuts, I am at that same time usually doing one to 2,000 sit-ups, and so I don't have time to consume donuts. I have True. to get my, my sit-ups done. I'm sorry, I don't have time to think about donuts. I have time to think about sit-ups all day. Yeah. But I don't have time to get my donuts, so. And I look like I look like the molasses monster from Candyland, so. Yeah, which you are. I don't right. care about that. It's usually your nickname. So See, that's why I go there. You should introduce yourself as IPA guy, and now you introduce yourself <laughs> as molasses monster exactly. guy from Candyland. I'm just a blob of, <laughs> of beer and uh, skin. Meanwhile, I, I always wear half shirts and I'm ripped, and yeah, I, I look true. a lot like Herschel Walker. Pretty much, yeah. I also played the NFL. Unsuccessfully, but I played yeah. the NFL. For one I mean, point. for one second. Yeah. They threw you out. But I yeah. broke my coccyx, and I was out for the rest of the season. <laughs> you no. lied that you were someone else, and then they threw you <laughs> oh, out. Yeah. Yes, you did You did play. I was Warshall Hawker. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, today I, I really enjoy these pairing episodes. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, I, Hypnotic, if you've never been to Dallas, I, I we mentioned this, but Hypnotic is kind of like Voodoo Donuts is to Portland. and Portland kind or of, Austin, yeah. Yeah, they're like the radical end of donuts. They're, they're the guys who actually give a crap what they're doing. They're the donutarians. Who, they, know, they, they know what they're doing. They have the skills. They have a very special set of skills. They make very notable specialty donuts. And, yeah. Uh, Hypnotic, in particular, also makes great chicken biscuits. Yes. So if you live in Denton or East Dallas, uh, you should definitely go by there. Yeah. If you come through Dallas, you should go to East Dallas or Denton and have one. And then you should follow they're, that they're up. very tasty. You should follow that up with some ice cream at the Hypnotic Emporium, which yes. is right next door. And follow that up with a Velvet Hammer somewhere. And then come back and follow it up with more donuts and more ice cream <laughs> right. at Hypnotic. Exactly. So here's uh, Michael Finley. Here is Shelly Dallin and Jessica from Pedicolas Brew Company and Hypnotic Donuts. Shelly Dowlin and Michael Finley from Pedicles Brewing. We're here for the Pedicles and Hypnotic Donuts donut pairing. Donut and beer pairing. Yeah. Beer, beer is here for a reason. Um, <laughs> right. Obviously. I just want to ask real quick, Michael, uh, since we talked to you last at whatever festival that was, the, the new Untapped <laughs> Index Fest. Index, Index Fest. Shortly yes. after, after you'd won your JBF medal. Yeah. So how's life been since the medal win, and uh, what do you have store in store for us next? Uh, life has been good. Uh, we are trucking along here at the brewery. Um, we had a, a little run-in with the fire marshal earlier this year, um, yes. which we had to temporarily close down for a few days. Uh, but that seemed we, like it ran a little rampant around Dallas in general. Yeah, yeah, you and we were not the worry. only ones. Um, yeah. You know, so at least we don't feel singled out. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. But I guess as an industry, we do. Yeah. Uh, but we are moving along. Um, we are introducing a couple of new events. Pretty big one for us is going to be our new brunch series. Uh, that we're going to do the la- the third sorry third Sunday of the month, uh, which is called the Gone Too Soon Brunch. Uh, so celebrating some of our favorite artists that we feel have left this earth a little too soon, um, and starting off with 
one of my all-time favorites, uh, Michael and Georgina would probably agree with this as well, uh, Selena. Sure. Uh, being a native Texan and all. And um, so we're going to start that off on uh, March 25th. March 25th. Is that the anniversary 24th. of her death, or is it just... Um, that's when so you all start the event. She, she did die in March. Okay. Um, so we are trying to, to definitely correlate when they were born or when they right. passed away with the month. Um, so we'll do the, her in March. Then uh, April is Prince. Yep. Um, you know, Purple Rain. Love that. And then uh, May is Bob Marley. All right. Um, so okay. that'll be fun. So a lot, nice. of, a lot of new events in store for us. Sweet. Speaking of pairings, you guys are... I know uh, we talked to Georgina at the Women of Craft Beer event mm-hmm. um, at Brain Dead back in North Texas Beer Week. Yeah. And I know she was really getting the pairings, and you guys have really gone, like, both feet in with pairings, which is really cool. So why donuts and beer? Why not donuts and beer? <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I, I think, you know, who, who doesn't like a good donut, number one? Um, hypnotic. It's close to my house uh, as well. It's only about 10 minutes away. Um, and they are not afraid to do some more of the edgier things. Um, they're, they're definitely willing to take on a challenge. Um, and the, the way that this came about was, I guess, back in, what, August or September of last year? Yeah. We all sat down with me, Shelley, and Michael all sat down and was like, you know, we need to figure out a way to do these pairings on a regular basis. And um, my whole thing was like, sure, you know, I'm 100% down. You know, me and Shelley, we can definitely take care of this. But we need to pick the right partners. Um, if we mm-hmm. don't pick a partner strategically, it's not going to work. Um, so then we kind of divided and conquered. And she reached out to Hypnotic, I think, first. I think it was you yeah. um, that reached out to Hypnotic first. Um, and was like, hey, you know, this is what we're trying to do. And they were super gung-ho about it. Um, and was like, yes, we'll, we'll, we're 100%. Came out and... I don't know how much beer we drank that first uh, time. <laughs> um, but we, we had a lot of beer that first go round. Um, and even after that, when they came for this original pairing, which was to see back in November, with the holidays, we thought it probably wasn't best, so we pushed it off to this year. They brought a lot of donuts out um, then. Um, so it, it's really picking the right partner, um, picking the beers, not... Some, more so something that is seasonal. Um, everyone can go anywhere. You can get a Velvet Hammer, a Golden Op, or you know, a Scandal of Great Scott in some places. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is probably our first pairing, I think, that we've done with all seasonal beers. Um, and the first time we've actually held on to beer specifically for a pairing event. Um, so Shelly <laughs> marked a couple of kegs. Uh, which ones were they, Shelly? The uh, Ghost Main Squeeze, yeah. which was highly sought after mm-hmm. so that was a hard one um that was yellow tape mm-hmm. do Don't not tap this, this is, tape, murder tape this is for an event shelly it's one of the big thing. bold letters yeah. one of the few pedicles beers i've not had yeah <laughs> um, so yeah we we definitely hoarded a couple of kegs to make sure we had for this event main squeeze was very highly sought highly sought after along with the ghost of alfred brown that beer is it always sells out relatively fast so um yeah so how do you, when you're making a pairing, uh, how did you guys decide which donuts and which beer? Like, I know you mentioned you went through a lot of beer and a lot of donuts that day, so how did you settle on these p- 
yeah. specific combinations. Yeah, did you have beers that you had in mind originally? Yeah, sometimes we'll have beers in mind. And through talking to Josh and Jessica, she just is great at coming up with recipes. She really is. So she will taste the beers. Immediately, she's making notes. So then it kind of goes into uh, different ingredients for that we use in the beer. And then they'll leave with some of the beers kind of or ingredients. And then she comes up with a recipe, brings those beers, uh, the donuts over. Then we taste them with the beer. And that's kind of how we go about the pairings with them. And we should mention that Hypnotic, for people who are not in Dallas, Definitely. which is a lot of people, is they're kind of like voodoo the, donuts in, in Oregon. Yeah. They're, they're kind of our voodoo donuts. They do the adventurous type yeah, things. They sure. have great chicken biscuits as well. and Amazing yeah, chicken biscuits. <laughs> we also live uh, kind of close to where you do, so we okay. know all about Hypnotic's yeah, reputation. Yeah. And it makes total sense they would do an event like this. Yeah, for sure. And th- I will say this event is super popular. You guys had to add a second session. Uh, I guess you didn't have to, but you <laughs> yeah, added right. a second session. We did it just because so many people... The first round were left out, kind of sad. And as you know, true, huge fans of Pedicolas, it's sad to see sad people. So we just went ahead and kind of added on a second one. All right, this round. So can we kind of just go through a rundown of uh, what donuts that uh, were featured today, or we are featuring today, and the beer? Yeah, and the beer. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna call an audible and pull in Jessica uh, to come over um, and help us out with this. So oh, great. Uh, this is Jessica, guys, from Hypnotic Donuts and Biscuits. Hello. Hello. Uh, so, first off, the, the first donut, or first beer, rather, is a Lost Epic. It's our Belgian triple. Um, I don't know if the listeners, how much they know about our brewery, but for the most part, we use only a couple of different yeasts, um, and this one in particular is one of the two Belgian yeasts that we use in this brewery. Um, a Lost Epic is a Belgian triple. It has everything you would want in the triple. Uh, there's a little bit of clove, allspice, uh, the banana esters, um, along with a little bit of bubble gum. Uh, this has been sitting for a few months, so some of the bubble gums definitely dropped out a little bit of it. Um, but it, nonetheless, still delicious. Uh, first introduced back in 2014 for North Texas Beer Week. Um, we ran out of tank space this year, so we were not able to get it for Beer Week this year. Uh, but we did get it brewed up in time before our anniversary. Um, but then I'll turn it over to Jessica, and she can tell you about the donut that's paired with it. So initially we made this donut, and we brought it in to pair with a different beer. Shelly sat down and tried the donut and called in Finley, and he thought that it would pair with a Lost Epic so much better. He thought that the tanginess of the goat cheese and that little bit of uh, tannins from the grape would pair perfectly with the Lost Epic. So we, what the what the donut is rather is a vanilla cake donut with goat cheese honey glaze and mm. mint macerated grapes. Okay. Um, so it all just bounces off your palate it gives the sweet the savory the tangy the sweetness um for what we would think is a pretty decent pairing absolutely sure yeah and uh, i said this earlier for the first session you know people might look at that and be like why did you start off with 11 percent beer um why so, not the better question question um, out of all four of the beers here, that is probably the most delicate beers. Uh, I mean, if you drink a Belgian triple, you know that those beers are very delicate. Um, and didn't want something starting off that's going to carry over and linger on your palate for your next, the next tasting or the next pairing. 
Um, so that's why I put that up front, and I think that's something that wouldn't would, would get off your palate pretty quick, especially with the combination of the donut and the beer. So today we're at Pentacles Brewing Company, and we have the benefit of using our new sponsor, Pine Hub. I used it to get a sit-down or uh, sit-you-down. As did I. I used and it, it was for, very tasty. I used it for a grin and tonic. All you have to do is, when you get to the venue, um, you can use the app to not only order your beer, but yes. you can use it to find a venue. If you want to, if you've got Pine Hub open in your phone, you want to see what's around me that's using Pine Hub, open it up, and they show everybody around that's It using shows every venue, and it shows you all the options they have at each venue as well. Absolutely. Pentacles is one of those. Go ahead and just pick the beer you want. It says, let your server. Uh, no. Yeah. You bring the app up there, let the server tap it, and then they uh, execute the order for you. With Pine Hub, you get your first beer in their house every single day. Yes. If you are interested in Pine Hub, right now it's only available in the DFW area. One per 24 hours. One per 24 hours. Your first beer on the house every day. You can download it on the Apple App Store or Google Play and use BrewBloods when you sign up and you get your first month for $1. That's $1 if you use $1. promo much, code. I mean, how much Brewbloods. is that? It's $1, right? That's right. So yes, go to uh, PineHub.com, search for them in the Apple App Store or Google Play. Use BrewBloods when you sign Any up. Any you have on your phone. Just go search <laughs> or for that. Uh, get your uh, first month for $1. That's Pine Hub. Get your first beer in the house every single day. So should we go through these one at a time, just like taste and see how it goes? I think so, because I would, I yeah. would like okay. feedback. I'd probably get lost in the details also. So. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so typically, like we've done this with Halloween candy before, where we'll taste the beer first, and then we'll see how eating the donut affects We, we like beer. to pair things with beer yeah. a lot. That's, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. Candy corn? Um, no, I hate I hate candy corn. <laughs> I love and it, candy we, corn. We did pair candy corn with something. <laughs> and yeah. we did, and I can't remember, but I think it, I think it made the candy corn better. <laughs> right. So we started with. Okay. We start with the Lost Epic, which is, uh, as Michael said, it's 11% Belgian triple. It's very sweet and not as earthy as you might expect for a Belgian, uh, but it's got a lot of sweetness to it. And uh, this donut has grapes and, and macerated mint and or macerated goat cheese. and goat cheese. Oh, excellent. So not a super heavy donut. It's, no. It's actually very no. light and flaky, which is awesome, but not super heavy. Yeah, no, I think, I think that works quite well together. Um, kind of what I've researched a little bit on it is it seems like maybe the sweeter the donut, maybe the hoppier the beer, and then maybe the less sweet, the less... Yeah, you, you know, definitely okay. want to, to yeah. kind of go opposite on that. Um, yeah. You don't want to put too much sweetness in one pairing in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, so we definitely try to, to do the opposites when it comes to things like that. Yeah, Absolutely. It keeps things interesting, and it doesn't blow out your palate, and it keeps you wanting more. No, that makes total sense. It actually, I will say to me, it brings out more of the banana flow, uh, flavors of the beer when you after you take a bite of that donut. Yeah. So what are you looking for when you're doing um, a sweet pairing with a sweet beer? What are you looking to, what are your goals with that? Because it seems like it could be overpowering in some respects. It absolutely can. Uh, I mean, so uh, let me start with this and <laughs> some people will probably give me slack. I'm not a huge sweets fan. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not. Um, hey, I'm with you on that. Ed. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I will eat like donuts pastries i will i will nibble at but don't like chocolate not my thing i i, I can do it without chocolate mm-hmm. um for me it, it's all about balance um and i think that's the same thing with the donuts that 
Jessica and the guys over at Hypnotic made. Same thing with our beer. You have to balance it out. Um, so if you are going to go with a sweeter beer and you want to use a sweeter donut um, or, you know, biscuit or whatever it may be, um, add something interesting to it that will cut through some of that sweetness. Right. Um, so like in this one in particular, using that goat cheese adds a savory element to it, which helps cut through that sweetness a little bit. You get a little and bit of that fat in it too. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing we like to focus on um, because it has the bubble gum and the banana, that's not what we want to throw at you. Mm-hmm. We don't want to throw you bubble gum and banana because where's the fun in that? We like to put in flavors that will play with that and pair with that. Um, mm-hmm. contrasting flavors to keep things interesting. Yeah, and also, like he was mentioning, it brings some of those flavors out. And another reason why we did switch this beer, um, and you kind of led to it earlier about being the, the donut, it's a cake donut. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not nearly as dense. Um, and with that del- more delicate beer, I thought it was a better better suited beer to pair yeah. with that donut. Very light with, uh, for 11% beer, a very light beer. It is. Yeah, it is very light. It is yeah. very it's light. very. It's very crisp, light Belgian, <laughs> as opposed to some of those heavier. Belgian yeah, it's not ex- not exceptionally earthy or yeah, anything it's not like chewy. that. Yeah, it's, no. yeah. So yeah, I think it pairs quite well. Okay, so let's move on to the next one, which is Main Squeeze, which is a seven point eight five percent American IPA with the carrot cake fritter. And I do love carrot cake. That's one of my. Yeah, if I'm going to have too. a sweet, that's the one I would go for. Carrot cake <laughs> and red velvet. Like yeah, those yeah. Red velvet's are... excellent too. Like, give me and just, <laughs> just give me the entire cake. I will put that in my mouth. Yes, um, I agree. So, yeah, Main Squeeze uh, was an American IPA that we released uh, late last fall. Um, it was kind of a departure from most of the IPAs we produced here in the past. Um, as we all know, the hazy, juicy, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> I like to call them pale ales. I don't think their IPAs are were a major fad. Uh, but we kind of wanted to interpret what we thought a hazy IPA should be. This is not hazy, or a juicy IPA should be. Right. Um, so as close to a New England IPA as you wanted to get. we will ever yeah, get. That makes sense. Uh, I mean, we, we've done, you know, like Doctor's Orders, uh, which is very, very popular, uh, that we'll be re-releasing again next month. Um, but this is, is probably as close as you'll ever get for us to having a juicy IPA. That's one thing I, I do respect about Pedicles is... You're not following every single trend that's out there. Because, I mean, our local Facebook groups, that's all they talk about in our, our Northeast yeah. Hazy IPAs, which yeah. drives me insane. Yes, as, as well. As well as someone else in this building that's upstairs right now that we've talked to prior. <laughs> we just had a recently lengthy uh, Facebook post about it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I, I totally respect that. I've actually never had Maid Squeeze before, so this is the first time. I'd never had the Grand and Tonic until today as well. Oh, nice. And that was a good beer. Yeah, I, I mean, just you know, keep in mind that we did brew this beer back in early December. Um, okay. So the hops have faded just a little bit. Still, nonetheless, I, I think sure. it still tastes pretty damn well, yeah. uh, especially paired with that donut. Uh, so give it a whirl and tell us what you think. So do you recommend uh, when people are here to do the donut first or the beer first, or do you just say kind of go with what start, you feel? I always start with a little bit of the beer first. Um, that makes sense. So you, just so you know what you're getting yourself into, yeah. um, and then take a little nibble of the donut and kind of go from there. A little bit of hops on the nose. Oh, they're still yeah, they're still present. Oh yeah, they're still there. Yeah. It's just uh, not so much, I guess, on the on the uh, taste uh, than on the aroma. So you paired this with the uh, carrot cake fritters. You want to tell us about this yes. one? Yes. So when I think of citrus, I think of things that pair well with citrus. And funny enough, what comes to mind is V8 Splash, where it's <laughs> vegetables and fruit mixed together in a way that kids will never know that they're consuming their vegetables. <laughs> And in that is orange and carrot. 
Um, so from carrot, we went to carrot cake. Uh, citrus and ginger pair very well together, and that is prominent in carrot cake along with other spices. I'm a huge fan of cardamom, so we added a chai spice to it, which is warmth of clove, cinnamon, ginger, and cardamom. Which can be overpowering in itself. Yes. But that if you use it, yeah, in the right amount, then it adds this, huh. You know, some people have never had cardamom. When you have it, it's amazing. It has citrus notes to it as well. Right. And then um, to cut that a little bit, we added a cream cheese glaze. And this is a, a this is a more dense donut. The, the beer is mm-hmm. hoppier than the Belgian. Um, it's, a, it's a denser I, donut, a sweeter donut. Denser, yeah. denser and sweeter. Your and beer are made from yeast dough, which a lot of people don't know. Um, so that same thing that makes your light, fluffy... Crispy cream. <laughs> and heavy quotes. Word. Yeah. And just let you guys know, bring she that did in. put it's quotes so around yeah, there. Exactly, yeah. KK. Um, <laughs> and they have crispiness and uh, chewiness and a lightness, so they're a little bit of everything in a donut. It's, I will say, drinking the beer, the do- having the donut, and then go back to the beer. Like, it really just kind of, the, the donut kind of cuts, I won't say cuts out the hops, but it definitely, the hops recede to the background. Yeah, yeah. Uh, brings the citrus more forward. Yeah, for sure. And, and like I said, with this beer in particular, since it is a little bit older, those hops are not nearly as bright as they were, uh, but they are still apparent. They're um, present, yeah. They're, they're sure. definitely still there. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, I think the pairing works very, very well. Um, using that ginger as well adds a little spicy character to it a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. And as you know, spice and hops, they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfectly, yeah. So you normally look for... When you're pairing with a sweeter beer or a more citrusy beer, are you looking for a sweeter donut in general? Uh, if I if I am pairing a hoppy or pairing a sweeter donut, I typically go with a hoppier or more hop forward beer right. than I typically would do with some of the others. Absolutely, yeah. um, it, it just seems to work better that way. Um, and we actually usually work in reverse, especially working with them. We do the beer first, then a test round of donuts, um, then we do kind of see if there's anything that we want to change um usually pretty quick we know if it's going to work or or not um i told them right off the bat you can't hurt my feelings you can say because if it needs to be changed it needs to be changed yeah Yeah. so um something needs to be tweaked or left out completely mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. we've been batting like 95 percent yeah i think we've done 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 pretty well Yeah. yeah Seems like a really fun experiment to get to go back and forth, just yeah. eating donuts and beer and donuts it and is. beer. I mean, <laughs> you know, Jessica and Josh are so, you know, they're amazing people. Um, they work for an amazing place. And it makes it so much easier for us um, having someone that's just as passionate about their product as we are about yeah. ours. Yeah. Um, and so I think that shines and comes through uh, when we do these type of pairings. I think that's probably the most important thing is the relationship. Mm-hmm. Sure. Between yeah. sure. both places. Yeah. Right. And the openness and willingness to yeah. change because there's not much, if anything, we can change about the beer, but our variable is the donut. Yeah. Um, so for we sure. want to make it as perfect as possible. For sure. For everybody to enjoy. So. Have you I'm happy you did this instead of buying like a mixed, you know, twelve pack from Dunkin' Donuts or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Better to get with somebody local <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, your quote particular. crispy cream yeah. donut. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've noticed seem to be you pick a donut or you pick a sandwich or you pick a something and you pick a beer. Right. And it's the relationship in the middle that's missing. Yes. I would prefer the guided tour personally. Like, tell me what to eat because I want to I want to see it from your point of view as the creator of this pairing. Like, tell me what to eat. Don't let me yeah. pick and choose. I mean, it's kind of like we did with candy at the end. We did it at the very end. 
we just like, all right, now let's try this with this. Now that was kind of fun because certain things actually we thought went better with other beers than they than they prescribe. Yeah, and yeah. like you say, it's better you guys have worked together instead of yeah. here's an M M&M and M that exists. What beer goes with yeah, that? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Kind of work together. Yes. And, yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, uh, I, I was going to say on the donut, it, it definitely brings out the more citrusy, subdues the hops, um, and I would say kind of brings in like an orange peel flavor to yeah, the beer for sure. Yeah, that definitely nice. is a little bit more apparent in that one. Makes it a little more bright. I guess. Yes. Yeah. Without any citrus present whatsoever. Whatsoever right. in the yeah. donut. Yeah. It's pretty, that, yeah. It's a cool transformation. So let's move on to something that I'm a, I'm going to guess is going to be a little more savory, and that is the Ghost of Alfred Brown, which is a uh, chili brown ale paired with cornmeal biscuit with pulled pork. Yeah. So um, Ghost of Alfred Brown. Well, I guess I'll back up. Alfred Brown is Michael's great. Michael Pettacolis, our owner, founder, brewmaster. His great 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 grandfather. Uh, back in 2013. He wanted to uh, release a beer in honor of him, uh, so he released an English brown ale called Alfred Brown. Um, it wasn't until our head brewer, uh, Chris Burnlake Martinez, decided to take a growler of that beer and, and add a ghost pepper and let it sit in the cooler overnight. Um, and we tried it the next day, and it was spicy as all get out. <laughs> but it, nonetheless, it was delicious. Yeah. Um, so we decided to scale it up a little bit, and we did a cask or a firkin. Um, so okay. it's a almost 11-gallon vessel uh, that we can do secondary fermentation in. Um, and we did that, and we let it sit. Kind of forgot about it, to be quite honest. Um, and then at a random tour, summer of 2015, we, uh, we popped it open, and it was phenomenal. Um, How long do you think you've been sitting at that point? Uh, about four months. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So it, it's quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the, the earthiness of the beer in and of itself with the earthiness of the pepper melded so well together. Um, you get a little bit of a, a little tingle at the back of the throat, maybe a little, little scratchiness. Um, but other than that, it's really kind of body warming when you drink that beer. Um, so we scaled it up, and we did Ghost of Alfred Brown that we released um, for Halloween in 2015. And we have, ever since, uh, made that beer. We actually didn't even do regular Alfred Brown this year. Um, we just did the Ghost, um, okay. which kind of just shows you how beers gets changing um, here in the Metroplex. Um, so, yeah, we take that, brew the base beer, um, and then we... Steep the dried ghost peppers that we get from Pendery's, uh, which is a spice house just at the end of our block. Um, and then we inject that into the fermentation tank. We let that sit overnight before we transfer it into our bright tank for carbonation. Have you had it too early and it just blows your face off? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when we did this beer this past fall, we actually may have spiked a couple of pints of... Oh. Um, of sit down with some of the ghost pepper tea. Oh, wow. Um, it was actually really good. Way too spicy again. Um, just not knowing how much we were putting in there. It was just a little splash, but mm. apparently a splash was way too much. Have you had that, uh, was it Ruination from Stone or the, the Twisted Pine Billy's chi- or the Billy's Chilies? Was that? Oh, I'm going to tell you the, ghost the first face ghost face. I was just about to say that. <laughs> that is the hottest beer I've ever tried. Yeah. I think I still actually have a couple left. Um, I was like, oh, ghost chili, that sounds delicious. And I think it was a four-pack, mm-hmm. and I still have a couple left. I remember opening one of those up and burned my face off, sat in the fridge, <laughs> and was like, God, do I want to dump this out? I was like, I don't know. I'll make chili out of it. So I made chili out oh, of it, cool. and it was phenomenal. Yeah. 
Uh, but crime and punishment kind of That's what I was going to say, crime and punishment, yes. yes. Crime and punishment. Um, so when we released this beer at Luck uh, a couple of years ago, a couple of few years ago, we um, actually sat up front uh, drinking crime and punishment before we went to the Luck event. Oh, wow. Trying to see if what we made <laughs> would be reminiscent of that or, you know, kind of, not, I want to say better, but uh, more approachable. We'll use that word. I found that one to be painful. Um, it, it was. It, that, <laughs> yeah. The punishment, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> right. They also use a lot of fresh green peppers. Um, yeah. I know there's tons of jalapenos in those, um, which I'm down for jalapeno, just not in my beer. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyone tell us about the, bun- the donut? Yeah, absolutely. So um, Josh is my partner in crime in our beer pairing. So normally it's Joshua and myself. Shelly and Finley that sit down and we try beers and we sat through maybe eight or nine beers this last go round. And when they were explaining ghosts to us, I believe we had each only had one sip. And when they talked to us about, you know, the little tingle or burn in your throat, we both kind of looked at each other a little puzzled and took one more sip of the beer and that's when it hit. And we realized that, yeah, it was there and it was Mm. present and it was nice because it was subtle, but it was present. Um, So... In talking about things that are contrasting this one, we kind of wanted to do a little more um, flavors that that worked similarly. So um, immediately we thought of something savory and we ventured into something that we've never done at an event before or outside of our shop period, which is a biscuit. Uh, We do chicken biscuits every single day in our shop. Uh, We are hypnotic donuts and biscuits. Um, and this was the first time that we did a biscuit. We pictured ourselves frying chicken <laughs> <laughs> on their dock, um, a la America's Funniest Home Videos, when yeah. the turkey fryer, <laughs> you know. I'm going to go ahead and say your chicken biscuit the roof. better better than Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Fantastic. Um, and we knew we didn't want that to happen, so we thought of something braised mm. and delicious um, and a little less um, fire. Mm. Marshall uh, danger. So <laughs> we thought of a braised pork and we wanted that spice in there, so we braised the pork in the ghost of Alfred Brown and thought of a mole. So um, traditionally, moles have um, a huge depth of flavor. Um, they have, some of them have chocolates, and of course, they have chilies and um, nuts and seeds and raisins and dried fruit and all kinds of things. And when I I like to think of things that I can substitute for what's on hand. So in place of the any of the liquids, we use the ghost of Alfred Brown. And in, in place of the sesame seeds and almonds that traditionally go into um, a mole, we use the barley. So uh, we asked them for a few handfuls of barley, and that was what we put in there in place of that. So hopefully that shines through. Um, to cut through a little bit of that richness, we added a little bit of tangy cheese, um, some cilantro, and we put it all on a cornmeal biscuit. I will say, uh, just taste. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, just tasting the beer and not not trying the biscuit yet. The uh, chili flavor and the spice in it, it it's a little spicier than uh, Don Jalapeno, but I think yeah. it's kind of similar to that in the fact that it has a lot of the pepper flavor without just really killing you with, with the, the heat. heat. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. which For I sure. like. It's a nice little tingle. <laughs> yeah. So, how do you decide when you're ordering the donuts? Because I would kind of view this as, like, the main course. Like, you know, this is your main plate. And then next we'll probably go to something that's a little sweeter and probably more like dessert. How do you decide on the order of the donuts? Uh, It's really all about the beer um, and then the ingredients of the donut as well. 
Um, so like I said earlier, starting off with something a little bit more light and effervescent, um, moving on to something slightly bolder, but still lighter on the palate before we switch to kind of the darker spectrum of beers um, with you know the English brown ale. But yeah, just like you think of it as a four-course dinner, uh, just condensed down into <laughs> you know uh, mini donuts um, with you know little sample sizes of uh, beer. So it's interesting how that the chili to me when you first drink, just drink the beer by itself, just a little bit of tingle. Mm-hmm. Then you go back and have the pulled pork with the ghost mole. Come back to it. It makes that beer a lot more spicy. Oh, absolutely, yeah. it does. It's not like again blow your face off, but yeah. it's oh, wow, yeah. way more <laughs> way <laughs> more present at that point. Yeah. Yes, that's it is. Yeah. sugar brings out heat. Um, it doesn't dull it. So that's really cool. Makes sense. Um, whereas a dairy cuts it out. There's not a lot of cheese in there, mm-hmm. but there is sugar in your raisins and your beer. Yeah. Um, and in the biscuit itself, so that can heighten that. That's sense. really cool. Right. It's a really cool transfer, like yeah. transformation. Like I think, just so far, like that's my favorite palate transformation because it's just like wow. It's the biggest difference. It's the yeah, biggest difference. Sure. Yeah. yeah, for, for sure. sure. Just way more um, in your face, in your nostrils. Clearing <laughs> <laughs> right. up the allergies a little bit. Okay, so our last one, as I was saying, is I'm going to guess going to be a little more like dessert, a little sweeter here. So this is Wintervention, a Petticoats classic. Uh, a winter classic, I should say. Um, just given by the name. But it's a strong mm-hmm. spice ale, 10%, paired with a chocolate cake donut. Yeah, so uh, Wintervention was released, uh, God, in December of 2012 uh, for the first time um, at Bryan Street Tavern. Uh, then from since then, we've moved over to Craft & Growler for our yearly release. Um, it probably is one of our most sought-after beers. Um, only because we only leave it in the market for about six weeks before we intentionally stop selling it um, and sending it out. Um, so we are fortunate enough to have a tap room here, so we were able to hold on to uh, a keg of that um, and have it available now. So again, uh, we utilize Pendry's uh, Spice House, which they're like a hundred and. 20 years old, 1897 or something like that. Yeah, and our neighbors. um, So we try to do everything as much as we can locally. Um, So we went to them and we get our spices. Uh, We get our ghost peppers for the Ghost of Alpha Brown from there, but also our spices for Wintervention, which are going to be cinnamon, nutmeg, allspice, and ginger. Um, So this beer has really no apparent hop flavor whatsoever, but we do use some East Kent Golding hops in that beer. Just more uh, so of a preservative than anything. Uh, then in the kettle goes all those spices. Um, so the spices are added in the kettle, not in fermentation. Um, and you get this kind of earthy goodness. Um, it kind of smells like Christmas or Thanksgiving to me. Say it's personally. like the holidays in a glass. Yeah, pretty it much. is. Yeah. It is. Um, and you know, us being here in Dallas, we it doesn't get that cold here. Yeah. Uh, but I was able to take a growl of this home a couple weeks ago when we had a little cold spell um, and turned on our electric fireplace and <laughs> sat there and drank my growler um, and had the best time I think I've had with the beer in a long time. I mean, the Wintervention is a great beer on its own, but I think actually drinking the Alpha Brown and the uh, mm. with the Spice Mole and then drinking that, it actually makes Wintervention better. Yeah. Um, it, so it brings it, up the, the spices. spices. Yeah, yeah, the spices are a little bit more apparent yeah. uh, than if you're drinking that beer on its own. All right, so you want to tell us about the chocolate cake donut you got? Yeah, absolutely. So when we sat down, that was the first time that I had Wintervention, and I am a 
huge fan of anything in that realm between an amber and a stout. Anything that falls in the middle there mm-hmm. is my happy place for mm-hmm. beer. Um, and as a baker, pastry chef, winter is my favorite. All of those warming Christmas right. spices that Finley talked about are my absolute favorite. Um, but I didn't want to pair those in completely numb out one's palate. So when I think of those flavors, I think of a mulled wine or a mulled cider. Mm-hmm. Um, mulled cider, you think of apples and pears. So I thought of a poached pear, which is a classic pastry, French pastry um, pairing. So we made a caramel and we thinned it out with wintervention and poached the pears in that. And then to add a little bit of texture, we put a toffee on top. And then to bring out the flavor of the pears, nuts work very well, um, especially something subtle and fatty like an almond. So we made a glaze out of almonds, added a little bit of cinnamon just as a nod to those spices and put it all on top of the chocolate cake donut. Super sweet. <laughs> exactly what I thought it would be. No, it's yeah. great. It's great, Dessert. though. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not, it's, a, it's not like overpowering like some donuts, like some of the ones I've had from like Voodoo even, you know, in Portland. Super, super sweet, like cereal on top of a donut with cream cheese and all that. Yeah, I think that works really well with the with the spices in the wintervention. Um, again, once you drink it, eat the donut, come back, you get more of the spice again. And yeah, it's. It, it, I think that works really well. Thank you. I think drinking it on both sides. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. I, I mean, I think you, you have to. <laughs> yeah, I notice the allspice more after eating the donut. No. And the more cinnamony notes, more Absolutely. it makes it more holiday like. Yeah. Yeah. If you think about like those street carts in New York mm-hmm. City with the hot roasted yeah. nuts. Oh yeah, um, that's what I think about a cold winter morning. I felt teleported back to Christmas. <laughs> <doing this>. yeah. <laughs> well, that was that was awesome. Now I kind of want to go in reverse order. Just see how they change. <laughs> right. but we can do that after this. Yeah. Ooh. What are the rules? Right? That's true. <laughs> right. No so uh, for each of you, like, what is your favorite pairing, pairing on this menu? If you have one. Okay, yeah. let's not start with Shelly. If you like them all, that's fine, too. I like them all in <laughs> one order, and then I go back the opposite way. <laughs> so I guess yeah, she's definitely played with that. Uh, for me, it's it's the pulled pork cornbread biscuit. Um, I'm a huge fan of biscuits. And, you know, once I actually found out today, because I didn't know this, but they've never done biscuits off-site. Uh, they just made it even more special. Um, also, a cilantro fan, so... That little bit of cilantro definitely takes it over the edge with a little bit of cheese. Um, that is by far my favorite pairing of the bunch. Yeah, I agree. The biscuit holds a special place, but I am and always will be the hugest lover of carrot cake and fritters. So it's so it's yeah. the main squeeze in the carrot cake. Yeah, fritter. absolutely. I'm gonna have to agree on the biscuit myself. Yeah, that was my favorite. So, just going forward, um, do you want to tell us what's new at Hypnotic? Uh, not only just donuts, but the Emporium, the ice cream Emporium. Oh, what is new at Hypnotic? Or what's coming down the um, pipe maybe you can talk about? Yeah. When we brought this, um, what we call a horchata glaze, which is the almond glaze that's on top of the wintervention, we did back in 2013. And uh, when we mentioned it to our owner that we were doing it at a pairing for Petty Colas, there is a plight of hummingbirds? And vanilla beans are scarce and insanely expensive at the moment. So we have actually brought back our horchata glaze on top of a long john um, that is filled with a Mexican hot chocolate pastry cream. So it has cayenne and it has cinnamon in it with chocolate in a long john. 
<laughs> with this awesome <laughs> almond horchata glaze on top. Sounds so very that cute is in my belly. <laughs> yes. Uh, we are coming into March, and we are going to be doing um, a new biscuit with a chicken thigh, which is a first for us. <laughs> so look out for that. Normally, we are chicken breast people, but we're venturing into the chicken thigh. I'm realm. definitely more of a thigh fan as well. Yeah, yeah me too. So that's yeah. exciting. Better cut of meat. Um, Flavor too. Yeah. Emporium just celebrated their two-year anniversary, so mm. that's super exciting. Um, with a lot of ice cream joints opening up in and around town, we hit our two-year mark. We're current. Awesome. We are always trying to bring in inventive and creative things. We are working on coffee shakes and floats at the moment. Sweet. Um, so if you want to look out for those, those will be on the forefront and on the horizon very soon. All right, you can find Hypnotic in East Dallas. So, uh, Michael. Well, in Denton as well. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Yes, Michael Finley and Shelly. I know you guys have your next session here shortly. Um, You want to just tell us real quick what's coming down, uh, other than what you've told us so far, what's coming up with Pedicolas? Yeah, uh, like I mentioned earlier, um, you know, March is rolling around. Uh, We have Irish Goodbye, our Irish Red Ale that just came out. Uh, For all of you that are not familiar with what an Irish goodbye is. It's uh, when your friend, you're out, you know, out at the bar or the club, and your friend's like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to step out for a smoke. And they never come back. <laughs> that is an Irish goodbye. Uh, so unceremoniously, we released that beer on Thursday uh, with just a quick post across social media, um, and it will disappear just as quick as it came. Um, also coming up uh, in the month of March is going to be the re-release of Match Day. Uh, which is our Pale L that we did in collaboration with Land Grant Brewing out of Columbus, Ohio. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal Pale L. Uh, it's only 5.5%. I mean, the most crushable beer I think that we've ever actually brewed here in our, in our facility. Um, and following that up with uh, Doctor's Orders, um, which uses a ton of Azaka hops, which came in last week. Um, so definitely looking forward to that. And then uh, capping off the end of March is the start of festival season. Uh, so we got Big Texas Beer Fest rolling in for yep. its two-day stint, along with opening day of the Rangers. God, there's so much going on in March. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we have a, a few things coming up uh, that we're pretty excited for. But mostly, for sure, it's going to be match day, um, doctor's orders, and Irish goodbye. Excellent. Anything you want to add? Doctor's orders is going to be huge. It's going to go very quickly. We're also going to be pairing that with merchandise this year. Okay. So just hello, people. Big release party for it. Yeah, you're going to have to get in here, get in here quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, when did we – we sold out in about a week, if even that, of that beer in particular out yeah. in the market. Um, oh. And then we hoarded one keg for two weeks. Um, and then we had a kill the keg event. Um, <laughs> and in one hour and 58 minutes, <laughs> we wow. – we were able to sell an entire half barrel, so 15 and a half gallons of beer, 165 beers. Nice. No, Excellent. Little to no notice yeah. for that, too. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, Michael and Shelly and Jessica over there in the corner, back making more donuts. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks for all your time. Appreciate it. Cheers, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks. Well, thanks for listening to yet another episode of Brew Bloods. If you're not subscribed to the show, you should be. It's absolutely free, and you can subscribe anywhere fine podcasts can be found through Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Spotify, or any podcast app out there. Above all, please tell a friend about us. We'd really appreciate it. 
you want to reach out to us, you can find us as at BrewBloods on all the social networks or email us at BrewBloodsShow at gmail.com. That's BrewBloodsShow at gmail.com. So for everyone here at BrewBloods, this is Mark saying, Prost.